Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is sponsored by Care Of. Hello, besties. Welcome back to Try Not to Care. Can you believe we're already halfway through December and it's about to be 2023? Like, did I dissociate or black out this entire year? Because how is it December? I have no freaking idea. Also, I'm sorry about the sound. I feel like every week since I've moved into my new house, the sound is different for each episode. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out what room in the house sounds the best. There's a bunch of different noises inside the house, outside the house. It's kind of a mess. I'm trying to figure it out, but thank you for sticking with me and um, dealing with it. Anyways, last episode or the episode before that, I told you I wanted to do an episode about vision boards and prepping for the new year. And we'll definitely get to that by the end of this month. But I wanted to get to this topic first because your girl has been struggling. I feel like I say this every week, but your girl has been struggling the past like two months. I have just been beating myself up, especially this past week. And I have not been very loving or nice to myself. I've just been super in my head. And I think it's because the year is coming to an end and I'm reflecting on the past year and comparing it to where I thought I'd be or where I wanted to be. And when you're in your head and you're going through it, it's hard to remember that you're not the only one. And that's kind of where I've been at and what I've been feeling. So I had to pull my head out of my ass for a second and remind myself that if I'm feeling this way, there has to be other people that feel this way as well, whether that's because they haven't accomplished the things that they wanted to this year or They feel like they could have done better. Or, you know, there's people who just are really fucking mean to themselves. Like I sit and record this podcast every week and talk to you guys about how amazing you are and how capable you are at literally anything and everything. But I still struggle sometimes with talking that way to myself. As much as I've worked on myself and as much as I grow, I can still be my biggest hater and the one thing that stands in my way. And that is something that I want to work on in the new year. So in order for me to work on that, I need to work through it and talk about that in this episode for me and any of you who are struggling with this as well. The thing that frustrates me about myself is 
I fixate so easily on anything remotely unpleasant that happens to me or anything that just like doesn't go the way that I anticipate in my head. Like a few days ago, I had a video go viral and there's so many nice comments on that video. But then this one person commented something nasty and I couldn't stop thinking about it from the second that they left the comment or I saw the comment. Like I saw the comment, I went to bed and it was the first thing I thought about when I woke up. And to me, that's pathetic. Like for one, that person that left a comment is not thinking about the fact that they left that comment. They do not care. It's already gone and out of their mind. So why am I thinking about it? Secondly, why do I care about that one comment when I have thousands of nice comments on that video? And it frustrates me because I do this with every single thing in my life. I'll think about things that I wanted to accomplish this year and I'll look back at my goals and I'll see that some of them aren't crossed off. And like, I'd be lying if I said it didn't hurt because it does hurt. Part of me is a perfectionist and part of me wants to get these things done. These things matter to me. So seeing that they're not done does hurt me. But the thing is, if one of my friends came to me with the same problem and said, I'm so upset that I didn't do the things that I wanted to do this year. If my friend came to me and said, I'm such a failure because I didn't cross these things off my list, I would whip out a pen and paper so fucking fast and start writing a new list of everything they did accomplish. And I would start writing out all of the reasons why they're so successful. So if I'm able to do that for them, why is it so hard? for me and for so many people to do that for ourselves. It's so easy for us to be tough on ourselves and point out what we didn't get done and when we missed the mark, when we quote unquote failed, when we embarrassed ourselves. It's easy for us to point out anything that we do that's less than perfect. And I do think it stems from a couple different things. For one, it can be that when you were growing up, You had people around you always telling you that you weren't good enough or reminding you when you slipped up or people that were anticipating that you'd fail and you created this identity of everything I do isn't good enough. Or it could be the complete opposite. You could have people in your life expecting you to overachieve and be the best. And now you have too high of standards for yourself. And it's good to have high standards for yourself, but sometimes if you do, You put yourself in a position that even when you do achieve, you think you could do better and you start believing that nothing you ever do is going to be good enough because you could always top it. Or if you don't live up to those high expectations of yourself, you start beating yourself up because you feel like you failed. I also do believe that when we do succeed and we do really great things, we don't celebrate ourselves enough. We don't give ourselves enough credit something really great happens to us or we accomplish something insane and we might soak in that moment for a second and then we disregard it with a problem or replace it with someone else's success or someone else's problems. It's almost the same thing as how I said I would fixate on the really mean comment and disregard all the really nice ones. That mean comment is going to stick with me way longer than the super supportive comments that are complimenting me. When something bad happens to me or I fuck up 
I can only think about that. I'll talk about it all day to all of my friends and family. I'll talk about it for weeks. I don't live that shit down. It eats me up and I can't shake it. But when something really great happens to me, I get excited about it for maybe 10 minutes, an hour at most, and then I'm on to the next thing. Or if I accomplish something, I might tell one person, but then keep it to myself because I don't want to come off as bragging or I don't think that it's that big of a deal or big of an accomplishment to celebrate. And we're so quick to celebrate others and their success and be proud of them, but we have such a hard time doing that for ourselves. I don't know if it's because of the uncomfortableness of celebrating yourself, because obviously it can feel uncomfortable being nice to yourself, especially if you're not used to being nice to you. Like some people have such a hard time saying self-affirmations because it's affirming good things about you rather than negative. And that could be hard as hell. And it could also be uncomfortable sharing your success with others because you can come off a certain way that you're not meaning to. Openly celebrating yourself can come off as conceited or arrogant. And obviously people don't want to feel that way. Or honestly, in my experience, I have felt uncomfortable sharing my success because of the uncertainty that comes with it. Whenever I've reached a milestone or I've done something really amazing, there's a little voice in my head that tells me that this is the best it's going to get. And if I openly celebrate it, there will be way more eyes on me who will be watching or waiting to see this thing come crashing down. Like part of me wants to savor my success for myself in case I do fail. And if I do fail, I'm failing alone. And whatever it may be, whether it's any of these things that I just mentioned or your own personal reasons why you have a hard time openly being proud of yourself, we add so much meaning to why we can't just be proud of us when it doesn't have to be that way. When someone else succeeds, we don't overthink it. We just congratulate them and are proud of them. No matter how big or little their accomplishment is, we're still clapping for them. People do the bare minimum and we're giving them a standing ovation. But when we do the same thing or more, we're telling ourselves to shut up and that it's not worth celebrating. And not even just celebrating, but people do anything and we're so quick to allow it or to praise it. People fuck up all the time and we let their shit slide, but we do the same thing and we're beating ourselves up and making a whole thing when it doesn't have to be that way. Like there is such an imbalance of how we believe we should treat ourselves and how we treat others. And there's such an imbalance of how we view ourselves and how we view others. Like, I guarantee if you were to look at your best friend, you would tell them they're so fucking beautiful. If you were to look at your sibling, as much as they annoy you and you probably want to kick the shit out of them, you could look them in the eyes and tell them 10 things you love about them. And I'm not saying that you have low standards for them in the way that you're complimenting them more than they deserve or viewing them better than they are. I just mean you have lower standards for how you view them than you do for yourself. 
you look at someone else and are so able to point out good things about them, but you look at yourself and struggle to find good things about you. You look at yourself and nitpick everything that you think is wrong with you. You point out your flaws. You talk mean to yourself. You put yourself down. You don't fully believe you're capable of the things that you so clearly are. You don't see yourself the way that others see you because you have this almost blurred vision of yourself because of the way you've been treated or whatever has happened to you thus far to make you think and see this way about you. And when you have this imbalance between hyping others up and tearing yourself down, it's inevitable that you start pinning yourself against others and comparing yourself to others with everything you do. It's so fucking easy to see people on the internet with their beautiful hair and makeup and big group of friends and huge house and all of their PR packages and all of their accomplishments and compare that to your very normal life. I've been going through this weird crisis, one might call it, where I have just been comparing myself to every girl on the internet and picking myself apart. And I'm a very confident person. I've always been very confident. I've always felt beautiful regardless of how fugly I actually looked. Like I thought I was the hottest bitch alive with my braces, no eyebrows, and infinity scarf freshman year of high school, okay? Like I have always been confident. But lately, I've been in my head thinking about how I don't feel like I look my age. I feel like I've always come off as cute and adorable, but never hot. And I see these girls online with beautiful hair and their makeup always slaying. But my hair never looks like that. And when I try to do full glam, it doesn't look right on me. And when I start thinking like this, I start spiraling. Because once you compare one thing about yourself to others, you start comparing everything. I talked about this last episode, but we look at other people's lives and what they're accomplishing and what they're receiving, and we feel the need to relate those things back to us and create meaning out of those things that relate to us when none of those things have anything to do with us. That girl posting her PR haul isn't doing that to make you specifically feel bad. She's doing it to give other people inspiration and a review, and more than likely, it's because she's required to post it by the brand. That person you see posting a photo of their brand new car isn't doing that to remind you that you can't have that car. They're posting it because they're proud that they worked hard for that car. That group of people that are posting stories of them at a party are not doing it to make you feel bad about you not having a big group of friends. They're doing it because they're enjoying their time with their friends. Anything you see online or anything you see in real life means nothing more than what it is. Like, think about if you were to tell your friend something really great that happened to you. Would you want your friend to feel bad and compare their life to yours? No, you're just telling them a detail about your life. You're not trying to make them compare their life to yours or think deeper about whatever you're telling them. That's 
literally everything that you're perceiving, whether that's online or in real life, they're all just details and they don't have to relate to you. When someone accomplishes something or someone has something that you want, it doesn't mean that they are more deserving of those things than you are. It doesn't mean that you'll never have those things. And it doesn't mean that they're better than you. It just means that that person has that thing and that's all. It has nothing to do with you. Obviously, these details can provide you information on how you're feeling. Like if you see something or hear something and it bothers you, that's going to tell you that that's something you need to work on or work through. But it doesn't mean those things that you're feeling are true. There's no reason to compare yourself or your journey or your life to others when you live an entirely different life than other people do. How do you expect to be in the same position and have the same exact things that other people have when you grew up with an entirely different life, with different situations, a different environment, with different decisions and perspectives? Those people that you're comparing yourself to had to make different decisions that led them to who they are now, where they are now, and what they're doing now. It wouldn't make sense for you to have these things that these people have. That would be like you getting upset that your friend got to Florida faster than you when they live in, I don't fucking know, Georgia, and you live in California. Of course, they're going to get there faster because they're closer. That's where they live. If you leave at the same time, of course, they're going to get to Florida faster than you because of their situation. It doesn't mean that you also can't get to Florida. It just means that you're going to get there at a different time. Once you get there, you're both going to enjoy it, but you have different paths and times to get there. And you can't focus on their path and how they're getting to Florida. You can't look at their map to get you there because it doesn't make sense and it doesn't apply to you. The only way you can get there is if you focus on your path. The same thing applies to you and your life with everything you do. You cannot grow or evolve in a healthy way if you're constantly focusing on other people's lives and comparing it to yours. For example, I love examples. I'm sorry, this is how I learn, so I'm trying to help you. You all know how much I love social media. Doing social media as a job full-time has always been a dream of mine, always been the goal for me. But for a while, I was comparing my growth on social media to others and getting really in my head about it because my videos weren't performing as well as others and my Instagram wasn't growing. And in my head, I thought the only way to be successful was to do X, Y, and Z like other people were because that's what was working for them. And I had to pull my head out of their ass because it was so far up everyone else's ass and stop watching their every move and start focusing on what I could do to grow and what I could do to make social media work for me. And that's when I decided to start my podcast and I started my podcast for me. I wasn't doing it because that was what was working for other people. The second that I stayed in my own fucking lane and just focused on me, that's when I started to see growth and that's when I started to say, oh yeah, I can make social media work, but in a way that works for me. 
I think for me, it took a while to see that I could do things on my own without the guidance of others, without being influenced by others. Because I always thought that other people had better ideas than I did or had everything figured out when I was lost and had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I think for a long time, I doubted myself and looked to others for answers and for help. And because of this, I relied on others and became very dependent of others. And when you become dependent on others, you let shit slide so fucking fast. I felt like I was this little helpless baby who was nothing without friends, even if they were shitty, nothing without a boyfriend, even if they tried to ruin my life, nothing without people, even if they were the worst thing for me. I had such an appreciation for others way more than I did for myself. And I allowed people to treat me like ass because I didn't think I could be alone. I thought everyone knew better than me. I thought everyone was better than me. I thought at one point in my life that I was useless. And yeah, that was me hitting like rock bottom when I was doing all these things. But we do this shit all the time. We rely so much on other people and are so afraid of being alone because apparently being alone with yourself is the worst thing in the world. Like God forbid you're alone for 10 minutes or else you'll burst into flames. Like we allow people to walk all over us and make us feel less than we are. And anytime I catch myself being an asshole to myself, I always circle back to would I be acting this way if someone were doing these things or saying these things to someone I love? If my best friend came to me and told me that some dirtbag cheated on her and blocked her number and was going around calling her every bad name in the book, I would quite literally slash his tires, egg his house, and somehow frame him into looking like the goofiest man to ever walk this earth so he never gets laid again. Like, why do I have that type of energy for my friend, but not for myself? Why am I so quick to stand up for others, but not for myself? And the reason is for me and for a lot of people, we're so worried about how others perceive us and we're so worried about people liking us and accepting us that we betray ourselves and create an ass relationship with ourselves. We put other people and their needs before our own and tell ourselves that they're more important than we are. What they need is way more important than what we need. Which leads me into the last thing that I want to talk about in this episode, aka letting yourself down. Anytime you put others before yourself, you let yourself down. Whenever you neglect your needs or neglect what you believe in to help others or make others feel more comfortable, you're basically telling yourself that they're more deserving than you are. Like, think about your boyfriend or girlfriend. How would you feel if every time you asked them to hang out, they blew you off to go hang out with their friends? Eventually, you would start to feel like their friends 
are more important to them than you and your relationship. That's the same scenario that you put yourself in when you put others before you. Like, let's say that you're in need of a self-care night. You've been struggling, you've been stressed out, and you just need a night in to decompress. But your friends really want to go out. And instead of listening to yourself and listening to your body and doing what's best for you, you go out with your friends to please them and make them happy. Sure, it's nice that you're thinking about your friends, but it's basically telling yourself making them happy and making sure they're okay is more important than making sure you're okay. And the same thing goes for if you're changing yourself or doing things specifically for others to make others happy. Anytime you're not true to yourself with your beliefs or your values or what you want, you let yourself down. Let's say that you're trying really hard to become friends with a certain group of people and they're talking really bad about someone that you actually like. The second that you chime in and start bad-mouthing that person, you're letting yourself down because you're not being true to you. You're jeopardizing your values and are lying and potentially hurting someone that you like to be liked by other people. And you don't even believe the things that you're saying. You're only saying it because you believe that these people and their thoughts are way more important and credible than your own. And thinking that other people are smarter than you are or better than you are or prettier than you are or whatever more than you are, you are letting yourself down. I think the biggest thing in my eyes to have a good relationship with yourself and to love yourself is to have self-commitment. I think in any relationship, whether that's platonic or romantic, there's some type of commitment or expectations and you should have that with yourself. The way you expect your boyfriend to say nice things to you or to not cheat on you or the way you expect your friends to not be buddy-buddy with some bitch that hates you or how you expect your friends to be there for you when you need them, you should have those expectations for yourself. Like if you had someone in your life who was constantly letting you down or lying to you or doing the opposite of what they said they were going to do, you would question the legitimacy of that relationship. So if you tell yourself, I'm going to speak nice to myself, and then you don't, you're letting yourself down. If you tell yourself, I'm going to clean my room because I fucking need to clean my room, it's a disaster, and you keep putting it off, you let yourself down. If you tell yourself that you're going to stop letting people take advantage of you, and then you continue to allow it, you're letting yourself down. You're basically telling yourself that I cannot keep a promise to myself because I don't respect myself enough to be honest with me or follow through on what I say I'm going to do. You need to make a commitment to yourself that you're going to start putting yourself first and treating yourself like someone you love and treating yourself the way you expect others to treat you. And in order to do that, you need to start showing up for yourself. That means being honest with yourself and following through on your commitments to yourself. 
That means not taking anyone's shit. That means sticking up for yourself when people disrespect you or lie to you or fuck with your energy. That means advocating for yourself and celebrating yourself and being so damn proud of yourself unapologetically. Like who gives a fuck if someone thinks you're cocky or conceited? You should be. You deserve to be cocky about that thing that you just accomplished. You deserve to be cocky about how hot you are. You deserve to be over the moon excited with how great your life is going. You should be ecstatic to show these people. Like I talked about this in my YouTube video that I just posted. Someone asked how to grow a podcast. And I basically said, you need to start posting about it and sharing it with everyone you know on every social media platform because if you don't promote it, and you don't advocate for yourself, who is going to do that for you? If you don't believe how great you are or how great whatever it is that you created or what what you're doing, who else is going to believe in you? You need to be your biggest fucking fan and be there for you even when others aren't. That is showing up for yourself. We are not hating ourselves or bringing this hating ass energy into 2023. We are leaving our insecurities and our self-doubt behind. And it's okay to have insecurities. Like those don't just magically go away overnight. You're not going to listen to this episode and be like, wow, I'm cured. Well, maybe, I mean, I am pretty good, but you know, they don't go away overnight. You're human, but we're working on loving them. And we're working on being kinder to ourselves because What's the point of hating ourselves? What is the fucking point? We are being our biggest fans and being so obsessed with ourselves, no matter how raunchy or rancid we might be at times. And with that being said, we're doing an assignment because I think we all need it. And I say we because like I said, I've been struggling, so I need to do this too. So we're going to write a list of everything that we accomplished this year. We're going to write a list of everything that went right this year, of all the good moments this year, of all the things we're grateful for that happened this year. And they could be so small, like you're grateful that you finally got to see a concert in person after all this COVID bullshit. It can be you're proud of yourself for posting one Instagram photo this year. It could be you're proud that you tried out a new hairstyle this year. Literally anything. I just want you to make a list of great fucking things that happened this year, things that you love about yourself, and don't focus on anything other than gratitude and love. Okay? So go do that. I'm going to do it. Okay? And that is where we're ending today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you love Try Not to Care, if you love this episode, make sure to give it a five-star review on Spotify and Apple or a written review. I do read all of them and I appreciate them so much. If you have any thoughts or anything to add to this episode or any questions, make sure to DM me on Instagram. That will be in the description along with my TikTok and YouTube. For now, thank you again for listening. I love you besties and I will talk to you next time. Bye besties.